Welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. As you notice, I am not uh, starting with any sort of introductory music. I'm also not going to have an outro uh, song either. We're going to jump right into it from now on. Like I said, this is this is episode two. Uh, this is technically my third episode, but I, I named the very first episode zero because I was just kind of shooting from the hip. I got my format written down. Um, we're we're going to continue to experiment with the format here as far as music or not and, and other sorts of things like that. I want to begin with an apology. Um, typically... The last, at least the last uh, two podcast episodes, I've been been recording it uh, in the early afternoon on Tuesdays, and obviously it is seven thirty five as I'm recording this right now, and so um, it's I'm running a little bit late today. A um, couple things I want to talk about with that. Um, so today, uh, just peel back the curtain a little bit, and I talked about this a little bit th- last week. I am a teacher, and so I am off for the summer. And one of the things that I'm uh, that teachers do in the summer is we get involved in workshops and other sort of training things to help us be better teachers. I'm I am involved in a couple of online um, classes, and honestly, uh, today it just just there was a lot of information, a lot of uh, work I was working on with that. Um, so that's why I'm running a little bit late today. And, you know, like I said, I'm going to try and be as faithful as possible um, to stick with Tuesdays, at least for the summer. And then when when we get back to school, which will be in August, um, the podcast uh, will probably be moved to a Saturday uh, show and, and it'll be posted on Saturday. A um, couple FYIs, just so you're, you're not uh, wondering where the heck is the podcast next week. Next week's going to be a very similar, uh, it's going to be a late posting um, because I'm actually going to be out of town. I'm going to be headed to another workshop um, and I'll be driving back to my home. Um, Probably will not get back home till sometime in the evening. And so my plan for next week is I will head home and get here and record uh, our podcast and and hopefully by uh, Tuesday night it will be posted. Um, like I said, that that's the plan for next week. Now, two weeks from now, um, kind of the same situation. I'm going to be involved in a uh, something with the education uh, with with TEA, which is you know they're the people that run education in Texas, um, and I'm going to be involved with that from eight to five, two weeks from today. And so again, the podcast is going to be a little bit late posting. Um, but it will be posted Tuesday um, at some point in the evening. And then three weeks from today, and I will remind you of this um, in the coming weeks as well, uh, there probably will not be a podcast. I'm going to be leaving for my vacation. Um, at that point, Tuesday night, I'm probably going to be somewhere in the middle of Yellowstone. And so honestly, uh, I love doing this podcast, but not going to do it on my vacation. So there probably will not be a podcast that week, that'll be June the 29th, but I will come back July the 6th, and we will come back strong um, again on July the 6th. So, And then the week after that, uh, July 13th, I'll be traveling again, so it'll, it'll probably be posted uh, to sometime Tuesday evening. So 
like I said, I'm going to try and stay as consistent as possible posting these on Tuesdays here in the summer and then moving to Saturdays as we get back into school. But, you know, life happens sometimes, you know, but, uh, you know, I promise you as best of my ability as I can, there will be a weekly episode of the Chris Carpenter show um, posted in your feed. And I'm also working on trying to get it on other formats besides Spotify. Um, I'm hoping to eventually get it on Apple Podcasts, so we'll see. So anyway, uh, that's that's kind of what, uh, what's been going on the last couple days. I do want to address something um, that was uh, someone talked about and sent me a message about regarding last week's episode. Uh, towards the end of last week's episode, uh, you know, I talked about and I disclosed finally that I was a teacher. And, you know, I think I said something along the lines, you know, thank God it's summer. And I got this accusation of, well, you know, if you're a teacher, why do you, you know, dislike your job? So let me, let me peel back the curtain a little bit. Um, those of you that are not in education, those of you that are not teachers, um, I love my job. I, I get to teach history. I get to teach eighth grade U.S. history, which is fun. Um, but I'll tell you, in all honesty, when we get to May, especially after the state testing is over with, kids are done and we as teachers are done. And so it's time for a break. I, I, have, I will never apologize for my schedule as a teacher. Um, I don't complain. I don't feel like I, I'm one of the I, one of my big pet peeves with teachers is sometimes some teachers have a martyr mindset. I don't have a martyr mindset, um, but I also am not going to apologize for my schedule. It was time for a break. I've been enjoying the summer break, as some people might say. I'm in summer mode, Chris Carpenter's, um, and that's the way it is. So I love my job. But I'm glad that it's summer. I'm glad I get to take some time to, you know, relax a little bit and refuel and 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 ultimately learn some things that I can hopefully implement next year in my classroom. And part of that is going to the workshops that I get involved in. So um, I love my bottom line. I love my job. So just wanted to answer that. And if you have any any sort of questions about about me or if you want to, you know, talk to me and correspond let me, I'm going to go ahead and give you my Twitter handle, and this is a big risk I'm taking, I know. But my Twitter handle is chriscarp22, so you can communicate with me. Um, but just be forewarned, I'm pretty opinionated on Twitter. So, you know, don't try to cancel culture me. <laughs> so, anyway, let's get into our content for this week. And not a lot of content this week, it's been really a slow, slow news week in some aspects. Um, Sports-wise, congratulations, Texas Tech. We are going to the Super Regional. And we will open that series up next, or this Friday, against Stanford. Uh, will be exciting. Uh, Super Regional, we are going, trying to get to our fifth College World Series. Series. And it's going to be, if we do it, it'd be the fifth one since 2014. So it's just, it is so amazing to see what this baseball program has become, uh, you know, and I'm so glad we were able to lock uh, Tim Tadlock up to a lifetime contract, uh, unlike uh, Judas Beard, Voldemort Beard. Um, but it's it's exciting. Uh, this team is exciting to watch. Baseball season has just been, it's been a blast. And, you know, Texas Tech 
does it right. Um, last Saturday, I got the chance to actually go to the regionals. My first time ever going to NCAA tournament baseball play. Uh, we played in the regionals Saturday night. We were playing UNC, North Carolina. Uh, it was a great game. Uh, you know, well, it was a great game if you're a Tech fan. Eh, if you're a North Carolina fan, maybe not so much. But uh, fun atmosphere and really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know how, how well this next week's going to go weather-wise. Um, we're, we're in Texas. It's June. And it's going to be over 100 degrees most days this week. So thank goodness for air conditioning. <laughs> you know, I don't care if it causes global warming. We're going to have the air conditioning going. So, uh, but, you know, it's going to be an interesting series. I really think Tech is built better for a super regional. Um, and But I got to say, the pitching in the regionals was extremely impressive. You know, it started on Friday with Chandler Hampton, the freshman. You know, Monteverde gave us some really good innings on Saturday night. Sublet was lights out and then uh, getting able to come back with uh, Mason Montgomery and then Mike Dallas out of the bullpen. I got to tell you, I think the, the one of the big keys to the success of Texas Tech going further and further this year in this uh, NCAA baseball tournament is if we can keep Micah Dallas in the bullpen and not have to use him as a starter, that really strengthens our relief pitching. Um, you know, to me, one of the... Tech's biggest weaknesses this year has been the relief pitching. And if our starters can give us solid um, innings, solid games, and we're able to utilize Micah Dallas out of the bullpen, that's great. You know, Sublet has been fantastic coming out of the bullpen. Um, you know, he's, I think him and Monteverde are going to be kind of paired up, du- dueled up, which I think that that pairing works great. You know, and then we've got Connor Queen as the closer. Uh, that's that's really good as well. So, but if we can keep Micah Dallas, uh, where he's not having to be a starter because our starters are struggling, I think we're going to be in good shape. Um, hopefully, we'll see. So, looking forward to that. We will play 3 p.m. Uh, Central Time, Texas Time, on Friday, and then we'll play Saturday, and then if necessary, Sunday. So, great. Uh, it'll be a great weekend coming up. Uh, be a great weekend to watch it indoors with the with the weather that the the way it is. Because I can tell you, there was several a couple of years ago uh, we had one of these hundred and five hundred and six degree weeks, and you know Tech was hosting the regionals. It was against New Mexico State. Was one of the opponents. I think it was twenty eighteen, and the temperature on the turf at Dan Law Field where Tech plays was over one hundred thirty degrees. So it's going to be a hot one, and, you know, Tech loves to nickel and dime you with their waters, like $8 bottles of water, and then they're going to run out of water. It's a disaster. I'll tell you, I had, I had a situation like that about 10 years ago. It was a little over 10 years ago, 2010, uh, Tech football. I ended up getting to go to the season opener, and Tech was playing SMU at Jones Stadium, and this is Labor Day weekend, so we're still technically in summer. And it was one of those 100-degree days, and we're playing in the daytime because we were beholden to whatever ESPN wanted us to do. And that was, yeah, that was pretty miserable. That was another one of those days the turf was 100 over 130 degrees, and tech ran out of water. 
the $8 water that they wanted you to pay for, and we have people getting heat strokes, miserable. So um, I think it'll be fun, fun weekend. Turn on your TV, watch it on ESPN. I think it's on ESPNU. But hopefully this time next week we'll be talking about tech going back to Omaha. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, you know. By the way, I do want to say one more thing about the NCAA baseball tournament. It's got a, and it has to do with ESPN and their coverage of the tournament. You know, ESPN and they've they've been doing this for the last few years, even before COVID. But they've they've gotten in the habit in many of their sporting events of having the broadcasters broadcasting not at the park, not at the arena for basketball, but back in Connecticut. And they're doing that for the NCAA tournament here in baseball. And it just changes the dynamic of the of the call. Uh, in fact, you know, the other night they they could not figure out what tech fans were chanting at the ballpark. Well, just let me help y'all out here. We chant Raider power. You, we chant it at baseball games. We chant it at basketball games, at football games. Doesn't take an Einstein to figure that out unless you're way out in Connecticut. So, you know, just uh, not, not cool, ESPN, you know. And you can't play the COVID card because we were 100% open. So you could have come down and done your broadcast, but, you know. Sometimes they need to they need to remember they're not the only game in town anymore and you know competition is going to be coming for them and so anyway that was that was a bit disappointing but um you know it was great that at least they were on TV I remember the days where college baseball the only games you would get on TV were the actual college world series and then even then I think it was just the championship was uh broadcast live if I remember correctly so anyway, uh, the other thing I want to bring up, I went to the movies this weekend, and I went to see Under the Stadium Lights, and this is the story of the 2009 Abilene High School uh, football team that won the state championship, and I'm not going to recommend the movie. Let's get it out of the way. Um, it was it was a rough watch, and... We're on a rough watch because it was emotionally draining or anything like that. Uh, it was a rough watch because the the way that they presented the story was extremely jilted. Um, you know, they they were telling the stories of each of these individuals, but then they would go back and show like film video of the football game, and then there was some other another plot going on with this guy who was a gang member. Very, it was just. Not a good movie. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Not a not a very good movie. Um, it was one of those movies that I'm looking at my watch, wondering how much more do I have to sit through. Um, and yeah, I am I am the type of person. I've only walked out of one movie in my entire life, and that was Battleground Earth, starring John Travolta, <laughs> and it was pretty brutal. Um, so I, I mean, I will stick with the movie till the end. Because um, I've, you know, my feeling is I paid for that ticket. I'm gonna get my money's worth, you know. Plus, Premier in Lubbock, they have the best recliner chairs in a theater. So, 
Uh, that's my recommendation. If you're going to the movies in Lubbock, Premier's got the best uh, recliner chairs. Now, they need to work on their concessions. Their, um, you know, If they could take the Alamo Drafthouse concessions with Premier seats, I mean, that would be the world's perfect movie theater. So, not recommending that. Now, this weekend, um, there's a couple, two movies that I have my eye on, and I may or may not be able to see them. I've got some things uh, kind of in the pipeline this weekend, but I hopefully I'll see them at some point. The first one is 12 Orphans, and um, it is a football movie. It, it, it's a football movie from way back when, you know, they still played in the leatherhead type helmet. So, um, but it uh, looks interesting. Um, the other movie coming out, it's called The Censor, and I don't know much about it other than the plot line. It sounds like an interesting plot line. It's about a woman that censors entertainment, and then somehow it traces back to her family's history. So I may or may not see those this weekend. It's just going to kind of depend on my schedule. Um, I've got some other things kind of in the pipeline this weekend, but you know, tune in next week. I'll give you some more movie thoughts movie recommendations i got to go to my first concert by the way this week this uh last weekend um first concert since the pandemic so we're talking probably uh it was probably 2019 the last concert i went to and got to go see um at the cactus theater which is a local venue in lubbock i got to go see the group asleep at the wheel and if you don't know about asleep at the wheel they are a western swing band Uh, i'm a big country music fan i'm a big fan of real country music not the luke bryan florida georgia line you know pop country music that they uh masquerade around when you tune into the acms or the cmas i mean why am i just a little tangent here why am i tuning into a country music award show and steven tyler the lead singer of aerosmith is performing, but George Strait and Alan Jackson are. And I'm not, you know, running down Aerosmith. I like Aerosmith. I like their like their band, I like their music, but they're not country music. You know, Justin Bieber performed at last year's Country Music Awards, but not George Strait or Alan Jackson. Something's wrong with that picture. So anyway, went to see Asleep at the Wheel. Um, you know, this is the first time uh, being back at the Cactus Theater, they've done a great job of, of remodeling and renovating it. Some of it was out of necessity. You know, they had an issue when we had our big winter storm in February. Uh, their pipes burst, and so they had to do some fixing. They, they also have installed brand new chairs. and Really nice. They're a little bit wider uh, because we've gotten quite fatter here in, in Texas. Uh, I think they were the original chairs before going all the way back to the 1920s, 1930s. But nice new chairs. They got cup holders. Um, but it was a great concert. It was great to see Asleep at the Wheel. Um, this was my, I believe it was my fourth time seeing them. Um, and always, always enjoy their music. I, I love the old school country. You know, George Strait's my, my favorite. Uh, but, you know, love the old old school stuff. Bob Wills, I'm, I'm a fan of Bob Wills. So it was great to finally get to see live music again. And I'm, I'm hoping, you know, as, as this year continues on, we'll get another opportunity to see some um, live music again. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But if you, if you live in and around Lubbock, you need to get signed up on their email list and like them on Facebook, the Cactus Theater. They do all sorts of 
uh, different performances. It's not just country music. Um, they are doing an Eagles tribute show, and I, I've I've gone to that before. Cannot recommend it any more than than this. It's a fantastic show. They do an Aerosmith. Uh, they've done an Aerosmith, Bon Jovi, Chicago tribute show. That's coming up in July. Uh, they're doing a George Strait, uh, Merle Haggard. Yeah, George, I can't remember the other one. Scarth Brooks, I think, is in there. Uh, tribute shows. So they do tribute shows, but then they also bring in um, national acts as well. Um, but get signed, you know, get signed up where you can follow them on their Facebook page. And it's a really, I mean, it's a really fun uh, place to go. A really fun entertainment place. Uh, the tickets are are usually extremely reasonable, and uh, there there's no bad seat in the house. But so follow them on Facebook. You know, get get signed up for their email list and, you know, get involved. It's great. It's a great place, great place to spend a weekend. So uh, a couple more things that we're going to talk about, and then we're going to wrap it up. Um, I don't have anything on Star Trek this week. Um, There's not really been any news with Prodigy. So that's, that's really the kind of the next big news to drop. Uh, We know when Lower Decks is, we have a very strong, inclination that discovery is going to be tacked on near the end of 2021 uh we'll see what happens there oh i I do have one star trek story i do want to bring up uh now we'll talk about enterprise so enterprise when enterprise premiered uh it premiered 2001 i was a freshman in college and gotta be honest with you i didn't really watch enterprise when it first came on the air um i was busy I didn't have a TV my first couple years in, in college, so I was busy, you know, doing the college thing. Didn't really get to watch it, and then it didn't then it didn't last very long. It only lasted uh, you know, four seasons total, and then it got canceled. And a lot of a lot of Star Trek fans just didn't didn't have a high regard for Enterprise. I've got, I've gotten the chance last couple weeks to do a little bit of a rewatch on some episodes of Enterprise, and you know, pretty pretty strong show um they've they've had some really i think standout episodes and you know i would recommend if you've never watched enterprise if you're a star trek fan you know take a chance on it no it's not perfect but voyager deep space nine next generation the original series they they weren't perfect either they had their issues so uh you know watch enterprise i i think it was uh they've got some pretty pretty uh entertaining episodes so give it give it a chance. Um, I also want to recommend a podcast. Um, I am been listening to last couple of days catching up. It's a brand new wrestling podcast. It pre- premiered May the fourth, called My World with Jeff Jarrett. Um, let me let me tell you who Jeff Jarrett is if you don't know who he is. So Jeff Jarrett, he wrestled in the nineteen nineties for both WWF and WCW. He grew up um, the son of a wrestling promoter, a guy by the name of Jerry Jarrett, who was involved in the Memphis wrestling territory. He basically had his own wrestling organization. This was back during the time period where we had territories before Vince McMahon came along, bought them all up. Uh, but anyway, Jeff Jarrett, he has his own podcast now, and he's, he's led a very interesting life. He bounced around a lot during the Monday Night Wars uh, with WWF, then he was with WCW, then he went uh, back to WWF, then he went back to WCW. 
Um, so he's, he's been around the block. And then when WCW closed down, he ends up forming his own wrestling organization called uh, TNA. Uh, Total Nonstop Action is what he says it stood for, but it's 1990. It was, you know, early 2000s wrestling. We know what he meant. But, uh, and in fact, they still are around today. It's, it's called Impact Wrestling now. But, uh, you know, he, a lot of interesting stories, especially uh, about that time period when WCW is no more and it got sold off. And, you know, that was, that was a big end of an era. You know, that was the end of the Monday Night Wars. And, you know, it was a sad time because... I think the WWE hasn't been the same when they don't have competition. You know, that having that competition led them to be more innovative and you know, we've we've lost a lot of that in the in the wrestling business and I think the WWE is kind of content to be fat and happy and make their make their millions without really, you know, pushing the best product out there. So um, it's an interesting podcast to, to listen to. So My World with Jeff Jarrett, it, it drops new episodes on Tuesdays. Um, it's, it's part of the uh, same uh, network that the 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff is a part of as well. So that's my podcast recommendation. Um, that's all I've got for today. You know, like I said, there's not a lot of big entertainment news uh, really out there. Um, I'm, I'm a bit excited for Loki. Loki is going to drop tomorrow. On Disney Plus, I'm intrigued to see what Loki is all about. I enjoyed the WandaVision. Um, I liked all the Easter eggs with the old sitcoms. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I enjoyed that as well. And now we're going to see what Loki has to bring uh, to us tomorrow. So anyway, I will see y'all next week. Like I said, next week's podcast will probably drop a little bit later, um, just like today's did. And, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm going to be as faithful as possible to get these podcasts recorded on Tuesdays here in the summer. And then we will move, uh, time slots to Saturdays, um, as we get in back into the school year. So anyway, give me a shout out. You can, uh, talk to me on Twitter, Chris Carp 22, give me a follow and, Let's uh, let's continue to have fun, and I will see y'all next week on the Chris Carpenter Show.